welcome to Improvisations on Growth with Medu Einstein, business and life coach. We are continuing our discussion on the possibility of entrepreneurial innovation brought by the COVID-19 crisis. How can we open a space where this COVID experience can lead to true innovation and not only be turning to material gains? Do you feel that the crisis has scared us so much that we now glorify an old normal? feeling eager to rush back and clinging to a pre-crisis life. What if we have to deal with scary feelings in order to open up a space where we can grow? Listen and find out what opens up for you. Why do we feel like unless things are hard, we cannot get the results that we want? I like your question and I still would want to go in a different way and I, I would say okay let us realize that this is how we are conditioned that we need to pay a price that we think that we need to pay a price that we think that work has to be hard that we still live according to this work hard play hard whatever and so let us realize that oh wow this is how I work so let us inquire, for example, when I may take the example of your friend. So I would inquire with her into what it is that makes her now really wanting to go back to the office, doing the commute again, giving up everything that she really enjoyed. So what is the fear behind this? What is the driver behind this? Why, and, and now I'm making assumption, obviously, because I don't know her. So what is it that does not allow her to think her work in a new way and to create her workspace in a new way? So why is it so important to her and to all the people who are doing this right now. So what are the drivers that drive the people back to the old patterns? Obviously not for uh, everybody, as, as we also have already touched upon in, in a former podcast, because a lot of people also had a really tough time and still have a tough time due to COVID. And yet for a lot of people work in a certain to a certain de degree was easier as you mentioned with your friend you know you, you're being home you can structure your own day yeah you're not meeting your colleagues in the coffee kitchen but there's still zoom and it's a different way of working and yet a lot of people kind of throw this experience out of the window and turn back and run back to the old things. And I would, I would really love to inquire with the people what it is that drives them to do that. I can tell you what I feel. I'm not saying I'm right. It's just maybe from little things. It may be an, a possibility of an answer. So with, with this particular friend, she would mention... I'm getting 70 emails a day and everyone is really important and I need to pay attention to each one and I need to delegate and I need to do this and I need to do that. 
And yes, it is an important job. She's not saving lives though. So what I'm trying to say is that to me, it really, really sounds like it gives the person a sense of validity. I am valid. I'm doing something. Like you were saying earlier, I'm contributing. And then the, the next thing that it's making me think of, why do you need this, this strong sense of validity coming out of something that it is making a contribution, but at the same time, it's not? I don't know how to explain. So what is it that's missing? Uh, is she trying to fill a void somewhere else by doing that? And I don't have an answer to this, but that is just a question that pops in my head. Well, a lot of people are trying to validate themselves through one thing. I'm not you saying know, that's bad. It, it, I'm just, I'm just one. I'm just asking. I'm not saying that's bad. We, we need to feel valued. A question that I would love to ask your friend is if you're working from home, what have you missed? And if you're now back in the office, what are you missing now? So, so to, to open, and my intention would be to open up a space where this experience that she made during COVID, where this experience can actually bear some fruits. Right now, what I think is happening is for a lot of people and companies is that they are so eager to close this COVID experience to say, okay, this, this phase is done, check, and I'm moving on with my normal life. And because this COVID experience was so scary for a lot of people, because it, it kind of questioned like so many things in our lives, in our society that people just want to be over with it and go back to, to the normality, go back to their normal lives. So this turning back from the threshold and running back into what, what we have experienced as normal before can also be like running away from the scare that COVID has, has actually given us and raised in us and the fear. This pattern just really, really is not allowing for innovation to happen. So I guess for your friend, I, I would say she's not taking advantage of the possibility of innovating her work now. That is a loss, really. It's a loss for her. It's a loss for the company not to take advantage of this room and not to sit down for a few hours and say, okay, how could we structure work new? And how could, can I keep the positive things and combine them with the positive things from prior to COVID? Well, I see so many articles about this shift and it's funny because it ties in a little with what we talked last time about 
being aware of something mentally and yet when it comes to feeling it to leaving it there's a huge gap because I see articles about the workplace has changed and they're showing the desks all separated certain companies are closing stores uh, certain companies are allowing people to work three days from home or two days from home three in the office so I read these and and I think there's some information missing because I'm not sure what percentage of this is happening. It's almost like the news are, are highlighting a, a small percentage of where this is happening. Why? Because just yesterday, again, a friend of mine told me about a situation at a, at a city hall in a, in a close city nearby. The employee, uh, a lady, she was a suspect of being sick with the virus. And she told her employer at the city, and they told her, no, you need to come in the office. We disinfected your office. You need to be in here. Until you get a call that you're actually sick, you need to work from here. You're not productive from home. And this is a true story. Maybe in a way the fear is in certain instances, I see the comeback, the desire to come to the old normal, even more desperate in certain cases. Like people are so willing, like you're saying, to, to deny what happened, to get out of that fear that they're, they're clinging on to that new normal, like there's no tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. I was just thinking there are three patterns of how to deal with danger or conflict. It's the fight, flight, and control. I could say, okay, how do we deal with disruption? And COVID was definitely a disruption. So I, I fight the disruption, I flight the disruption, pretend it's not there, or I try to control it. But what we really would need is a fourth pattern. It is to stop and to realize what is this doing with me? What kind of space is opening up? What new possibilities are suddenly there that, that were not there before? And the examples that I understood from you and also this desperation of going back to the new normal for me is like I, I could categorize that as a flight mechanism. So as, as I said before, so, so people turning around from the threshold and, and high-speeding back to the old normal. But this is what I find really interesting. This conversation, maybe not in the same words, not in the same way, it was our very first COVID-19 crisis log podcast. As far as people reacting to danger and fear. If you remember, it was the exact, and here we are, a hundred and more days later, we're out of our crisis log, we're continuing with improvisations on growth, and we're pretty much in the same spot. Wow. I would like that to sink in and stop our podcast here. 
You have listened to a new episode of Improvisations on Growth with Medu Ein Siegler, this time exploring the need that people have to hold on to an old normal and to a known past, rather than embracing change and inquiring on true innovation. As we identify three patterns on how to deal with danger and disruption, fight, flight, and control, we also address making room for a fourth pattern, one that allows us to experience growth. Don't forget to share your findings with Medu and to email her directly at medu.einsiedler.at or get in touch with her on her social media on LinkedIn and Facebook. Until next time, stay healthy and don't forget to create your own space where growth can happen.